to the first episode ever of Coffee with Khan. I thought it was kind of a clever name, but Coffee with Khan, first episode, okay? And then you might be wondering, like, what is Coffee with Khan? Like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, what, what, what are we doing, Khan? It, it is, it is a tell. fair question, okay? So, two of my favorite things. Coffee, conversation, right? So why not make a series where I can drink coffee and have conversation with people? Talk about whatever we want, formal, informal, fun, serious, whatever. Have real conversation because it's real life and we're just gonna enjoy it. So uh, sit back, relax, whether you're watching or listening. I hope that it's entertaining. I hope it brings you value in some way. Thanks for watching, and uh, it's gonna be a good time. So, first episode, coffee with coffee. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's that's the basis behind this. Okay. Now, I need to introduce my first ever guest. This here. That was a little like power move. You do whatever you gotta do, man. First guest on this show, <laughs> Mr. Grant Stichter. You know, like, I was thinking, like, the, the whatever, like, the animated claps or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so some of you guys might know him, and others you might not. So, I'm going to give you a brief, brief intro, and, uh, and, and then you can tell us anything else that you want to know. Okay. Gray and I first met our sophomore year um, in the residence hall that we were living in, uh, because we were both resident assistants, mm -hmm. um, or RAs. And so, like, we had to supervise, um, like, 40-some ish uh, kids or, or other students or <laughs> adults I don't know if yeah, they were adults they were, adults. They they were, were all adults yes, yeah. they were just younger young, than us young most of them yeah right yeah and um, <laughs> so we were we were both RAs on different floors mm -hmm. we were both RAs mm -hmm. and uh, we went through the thick of it together in some ways we, we definitely experienced some uh, some trials and tribulations and yeah. uh, and some just some weird ass stuff yeah, man. That's, like, yeah, that's <laughs> but uh <laughs> So anyways, um, that was the first time we met and uh, kind of developed a really cool friendship out of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now, like, we're freaking roommates. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, this is like our house. Like, this is our yeah. fireplace. Like, pretty dope, right? This yeah, is like this is 19, place, 1940s house, something like that? You're asking the wrong person. Okay. I, I think it's, this house was built in the 1940s. So we got like a pretty, pretty cool fireplace, nice ledge for the coffee, you know? It's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. It's a nice so place. Yeah, it is. It is. And so Gray and I have had uh, some really cool experiences together, whether it was RA. We got the chance to go to the Grand Canyon together yep. on a, yeah, a Trias yeah. trip where we, we traveled yep. with a group super from cool. Anderson University. Pretty cool stuff. And uh, so we've had some cool experiences. Um, we also have a passion for watches, which we can get into yep. um, a little bit later if you want. But is there anything else that you'd like uh, the people to know about you? No, that's pretty much it. That, that sums up our relationship. That sum, sums up how we met, what we're doing now, where we're going. Yeah. Like, that's good stuff. Man. Yeah. No, okay. Run on, run on. That was a beautiful intro. I'm very pleased. Thank you, man. I, I really... I'm, I'm pleased with that. That <laughs> makes me feel good. That's good, man. Well, you're important. I'm just honored that you didn't get on my show. Um, yeah. We've had some interesting experiences together. Mm -hmm. And one of the first ones that I, that I remember... Um, that was a more positive one after kind of the thick of uh, RA experience. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. We both, obviously, like I said, we both loved watches. And uh, I was looking <laughs> to invest in one. Okay. And, um, and it just so happened that you had um, a watch that you were trying to sell. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and I, was just quite, I was just quite interested. I remember it was the end of the year. Uh -huh. And we were like, 
I came up to your room and, and I was like, bro, so you trying to get rid of this watch? And yep. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you gave me a price and now it's on my wrist, you know? Like, it's, just, it's freaking great. You know? I love it. Yeah. That was what, the end of sophomore year? I think so. Mm-hmm. That was like yeah. right when we got done with Aria's like oh. celebration. And oh my gosh. That's yeah. one way that I celebrated. Yeah. No Paid for that shit. watch. Yeah, no joke. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that was the end of sophomore year. Yeah. Well, it feels like forever ago, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It's freaking it's crazy. Long, yeah. What What got you into watches? <clears throat> I don't know if there's a specific thing that got me into watches. I guess it's been something that I've enjoyed quite a bit. My dad has a watch that he bought in Switzerland. So you know that? Like, no, he got it in Switzerland? So my parents met on, like, a singing tour. We've talked about that before. They yep. met. Yep. They're from different sides of... Um, the continent. Mom's from Canada. Dad's from Bremen up north. So they met. They go on this thing. They tour the world. They start. They sing. It's a long story. Yeah. Long story. Not yep. not important. However, Dad purchased this watch in Switzerland. Oh, I have no idea what I have no idea what it is. Yeah. No clue. But he keeps it in that like junk drawer that uh-huh. everyone's uh-huh. got. Like all old people have a junk drawer, and so like my dad keeps his watch <laughs> in that, and so that's the first watch I remember seeing. He would wear it occasionally. Um, I've offered to like service it for him and mm-hmm. get him a new bag, but it doesn't, it's really small. Mm. Um, it would be considered like a, like a traditional piece, like definitely a dress watch, yep. leather band. I have no idea what it is, but it's, it's tiny. It probably wouldn't fit what he's wearing today very well. He gotcha. loses it under his shirt sleeve and all that good stuff, okay. but he's got that. And I remember seeing it and yeah. he's never let me wear it. I've, I've offered, I want to fix it for him. He won't let me do it because he won't wear it. So it's like, no need to fix it. I'll yep. fix it one day for like their 30th wedding anniversary that's or something cool, cool yeah. like that but that's kind of what that'd be with the first watch I remember mm-hmm. and now it's like I have an obsession with very expensive timepieces dude it's which sucks. is an issue yes, it like, is. that's not that doesn't fit well with my budget that doesn't <laughs> fit well with my lifestyle like I can't just show up with like a, an $8,000 watch I know to work and and not like feel out of place yeah. So I'm kind of stuck in that middle. It, it's so it's so hard, it, yeah. and especially like if like most people like listening, they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> they're like, what eight thousand dollar watch? Like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? But like seriously, those are like the watch. Both of us are passionate yes. about those kinds of watches uh-huh. that are or that like that's like beginning level, like or yeah. five thousand and up. Yeah. You know, like yeah. And it's just like it's a horrible obsession to have. Yeah, it's not a good place to be. Like, no, I could. I could buy a new car, or I could buy a Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> I could drive places. I could do things. I could pick up groceries. I could go to work. Yep. Or I could wear a Rolex and and not do any of those things. It's true. So again, yeah, like you know, priority yeah, you know desires out. Like yeah. you know, what what I'd like to do with eight, my next eight thousand dollars is purchase a Rolex. What I, what will I do? Probably save it responsibly, like an old man. So. <laughs> That's me. That's fair, you know, and I think that's admirable. Maybe, maybe one day, one day, you know, you'll be wealthy mm-hmm. as crap, and you'll be able to invest in one of those those pieces. Yeah, it's an investment piece. It is. It really is. And like, I mean, you, you talk. They talk about cars. How like they depreciate the second you drive them off the lot or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah. honestly, a lot of those kind of luxury watches, like they're really, like they hold their mm-hmm. their value, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm super into vintage watches right now, right? Mm-hmm. And some of these watches from the 1970s, 
luxury watches, right? So whether it's a, a Rolex or a vintage Tudor, mm-hmm. um, vintage, uh, not Omegas as much, but, but some of these like crazy, like just older pieces are still anywhere yeah. from four to 25 or some of these, some of these pieces are over like 80, you know, it's like mm-hmm. crazy how they hold their value and yeah. that, that just shows how much of an investment piece that it is mm-hmm. and how much story it has, you know, mm-hmm. like the idea, like you hear a lot of times from people that like pass their watch down to their kid mm-hmm. um, or a grandfather who, um, or a grandmother who has a, has a watch and that gets passed down to the grandkid when they pass, you know, those kind of things that mm-hmm. just hold so much sentimental value. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. That's mm-hmm. what I love about them. Yeah, gotta be able to pick the right one. Yeah. Gotta be able to know what's gonna be, what's going to be in demand later. And that's a skill that I don't have, not yet. Oh yeah. Not oh, yet, yeah. we'll figure it out. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and it's gotta be something you enjoy, right? Because if, right. if it's a passion, like, like it'd be easy to be like, oh, this is the watch to have, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna have it, right? Mm-hmm. But there's so, I feel like there's so much more to it that it's like, I genuinely enjoy mm-hmm. this watch, the life that I get to live with it, mm-hmm. the stories that I get to share with it, which most people just don't, you know, a lot of people just don't understand and, and that's okay, it makes sense. But for us, it's like, yes, we get it yep. and it makes sense and we're seen as crazy for it, but it is what it is. Yep. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I initially got into them because my senior year, kid in my high school, uh, worked at Fossil, right? Okay. And he, um, he like had just all kinds of watches and I was like, man, I want to be like this kid. I mean, he's a really cool kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I wanted to be like him. And so I was like, the money I like made off of working or whatever, like I just first, first piece of went, went to Kohl's yes, and yeah. got me a, got me a relic. Uh-huh. Um, I think I paid like 80 bucks, hundred bucks, something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. and some people are like, oh my gosh, you just spent like, that's kind of low end, right? And, and, and I should clarify, like, for us, we obviously love the luxury watches, but like even for some people that like have a Timex, right? Mm-hmm. Or a watch that's like fifteen dollars. But if they like it, like you know, I love that. I love that I'm able to connect with them, mm-hmm. um, in the sense that it's a it's a watch, you know, and it's something they appreciate. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I got into it because of the the stats, because the kid that, yeah. that that had, I'm like, he yeah. was he was a cool guy, and I wanted yeah. to be like him, right? So I got this watch, and and I was like, well, he's got two. He, no, he's probably got like four watches, so I at least need to get two. Mm-hmm. So then I got him, and yeah. it just and then it, the obsession just hit and now it's morphed into something I'm more passionate about just enjoy learning about watching um, videos on that, that, that type of stuff mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know man I love yeah. watching well I'm not oblivious to the fact that some of it is like a status symbol now like if you work your way up like yeah there's lots of industries where those things kind of like those materialistic things matter quite a bit yeah uh, I'm not oblivious to that yeah so I mean that's a that's a decent point it's for true. sure, and, then, true. and also like, I, I don't really care. <laughs> It'd be so fun. Like I'm yeah. that kind of guy. Like I would, I would do it anyway. Uh-huh. Like, we've talked about that before. Like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I could see myself purchasing something like that really stupid, really quick. My next one, yeah. my next watch purchase will be for my wedding mm. coming up. Hundred and fifteen days, Sabrina just 115 told me. Hundred and fifteen days. days, Sabrina just told Woo! me. So that yeah. will be my next watch purchase. And that will hold me over for the mm. foreseeable future. So what what is what would be the dream for that kind of watch? Mm-hmm. Like what what does that watch look like for you? Um, looking at a couple things. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I really want an Omega Speedmaster Pro. Super nice. The ones that went to the moon. Yep. Um, really cool. Those are actually reasonably priced. Like yep. you can get those in the used market, like. 2500 2700 Oh, really? So, That's reason, surprising. Reasonably, yes. priced, <laughs> reasonably 
surprised. Yeah, okay. So, so sad. Yeah, that's bad. I know. <laughs> or or uh, a Tudor Black Bay GMT. Those things mm. are sweet. Mm. I really love those. Those yeah. are not. Those would be like another thousand dollars more. Than yeah, that. and that's a lot of money. Like, yeah, that's a lot of money for the stage of life I'm in. Yep. Getting married, like doing all these things, like that's a lot of money to like put towards something like that. Yep. And so, you know, of course, like that's a dream, and I. You know, you spend you spend decent money on a on an engagement ring, right? So I've it's talked true. to Sabrina. Listen, we listen. <laughs> you know, I got you a really nice engagement ring. It's so it's so cool. She loves it. I love it. Yep. We can compromise. Mm, that's good. Compromise yeah. is a good wedding word. Yep. Okay? That's, yep. a, that's a that's yep. a word I'm adding yep. to my vocabulary. <laughs> compromise. We can get a watch. For me, that's kind I of like that. I think we can make a new trend with that. You know, oh, yeah. we buy women um, like. At least for us, like we buy, like, like so obviously you buy um, an engagement ring for your fiance, and, mm-hmm. and if I get married one day, then I buy one for my fiance. Yep. And then on the return side, she buys me one, you yeah. get it, you know, yeah. and then we're, we're like, both. It's fine, like, I can buy it, and she can just put her name on it. Like, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. No shame. Yeah. No. <laughs> Still on your wrist. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll tell her <sighs> that she got it for me, and we can go together, yeah. she can help pick it out, like, whatever. Absolutely. That's cool. We'll see how that works. I'm not, I'm not uh, sold on that idea. Actually, working out very well for me. Unfortunately, you know, at least, at least you're being realistic about it. You know, Uh whereas I think a lot of times for me, it's like, oh yeah, one day as a psychology major, um, I'm gonna have my dream watch of that that Rolex sub. Like, mm, like I'm gonna have it. Yeah, Yeah, it's only nine thousand dollars, but you know, like obviously, like I'll have the finances for it. You know, so, but. I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm still grateful for yeah. the watch that you gave me. Yes. In fact, I don't know if you remember this, but I wore it to the Grand Canyon. You did. I had a different, um, I had a different, I had a different band on it uh, because I didn't have this bracelet at the time. Yeah. But it was kind of like adventure watch. Like uh-huh. that was so cool. Oh, yeah. and, oh. I don't know. And then, like, we would take pictures with our yeah, watches. I still, like, we, <laughs> I still have those. I, I posted them on my Instagram. Yes, for sure. Seriously, I, I'm pretty sure you, you did too because they I were did. good photos. They it, were not. They were photos. absolutely great photos. They were good photos. You know, you know, you some people know. like they like you know they they right they're they're in a coffee shop or whatever and you know they're they got to show like this is my time with Jesus so, so they set their like Bible up yes. journal like everything laptop uh, in front of it oh, Bible yeah. just on top corner oh. you know perfect reading position exactly exactly and then and then you you know I see the right. That's the same thing yeah, for me because you, you took the watch and we, and we set it up right, yeah. just get it with the, the Grand Canyon. The, it was perfect. You it, was, know? it was a great picture. It was. It and was. I kind of, part of me kind of feels bad in retrospect because that was the first photo and like the collage of all the ones I posted and all the people that were like really meaningful in my life and like that I enjoyed time with. No like regrets. They were once, <laughs> no regrets. That's <laughs> straight up. I love it. Would you ever get that tattoo? No. No possible way I'd ever. No. <laughs> not even like a. No. I don't know. No. Why? I don't know. Is this a random no. question to pop in my head? No, I would not ever get the no regrets tattoo. <laughs> Sorry, that was. That's what man, my mind just goes. I sometimes. do like. I do like tattoos. I think they're cool. Yeah. I don't think I could ever find something meaningful enough to just mm. tattoo it on my body. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I think I. I, I would hope someday to find something like. Where it's like th- it's meaningful enough to me, or like I want to like mm-hmm. put it like on my like one of the one of the things that mm-hmm. I haven't gone on yet. This honestly kind of like no regrets. Okay. But it, being like a recovering perfectionist, I was like, you know what? Like, what if 
I got a tattoo of the word perfect with a K instead of a C. Misspell <laughs> 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 Yeah, mid, like yeah. intentionally misspell yeah. it because I can't be perfect, you know? Oh, man. No, I probably get so much crap for that, yeah, but... I don't think that would go over very well, but... No. You could try it. But it would be meaningful for me. So, I don't know. This is a thought upon... I'm not going to let anybody that watches hold me accountable for that. Okay. Though, but, okay. you know, that's just thought that happened. I would hope not. I don't know. Bro, I'm just curious because we were just talking about the Grand Canyon a second ago. Mm-hmm. Like, you were kind of finishing up college because because you're out of college right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you're 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 a mm-hmm. real life adult, you know. Yes. And uh, I'm obviously not. Something but like, like that, yeah. you know, something like I'm a humble man. I appreciate that. Uh, but like, so you were like, this that was last spring. So you were kind of mm-hmm. your last semester, and I was mm-hmm. in the last semester of junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was a trip. So I'm curious, like, what what was like yours and you for going on a trip? Um. I didn't have any reasoning. Legitimately, my sister, I was not, I had not gone on any trias trips previously. Um, My whole thing with college was get in, get it done. Yep. Like, that second year of school, I worked a lot, did a lot of things that were for, like, career focus and things like that. Yeah. Um, And Heather hadn't gone on anything either. And she was like, hey, do you want to go to the Grand Canyon? I think she was kind of joking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was joking, but it was, it was like, out of the blue, she's like, hey, you want to go to the Grand Canyon? Like, Maggie's leading the trip. Like, I think it'd be fun. I was like, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't have any other plans. So, like, I think it was, it was just like, okay, let's go to the let's Canyon and see what happens. Yeah. So, the reason I went on that trip that. was because Heather asked me as a joke, and then I was like, okay, let's go. Well, you took it seriously. Yeah, I took it, I took it seriously. And that's how we ended wow. up at the Grand Canyon. Together. That's so spontaneous, man. Yeah. It, I don't do spontaneous things. I was gonna say that's pretty spontaneous. I'm, I'm like that too, man. I'm not. I've never been spontaneous. Never been adventurous. Yeah, I don't think it was really supposed to be like that. It was crazy. I'm glad I went though. Yeah, me too. Sure. Me too. I remember Maggie, who obviously our leader. Mm-hmm. She one day in Mocha Joe's cop shop. Mm-hmm. Shout out Mocha Joe's, right? Um, <laughs> she like came up to me. She's like, Connor, how would you like to go to the Grand Canyon with me?" And I was like. Hell yeah, I'd like to go. Like, absolutely. And then I was like, wait, how much does it cost? Mm-hmm. She told me the number. I was like, uh... It was kind of a lot. It was, yeah, it was a good amount of money. But, uh... But it was like... It was so enticing to me because, like, like you said, like, I just agree with you. Like, not spontaneous, not adventurous. Mm-hmm. But it it enticed me so much because it was adventurous, right? Like, I'm very structured, very, like, focused, kind of career-driven, like you just said, like... Very long-term focus, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm always, like, desiring adventure, right? I'm always, like, wanting to be more spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I think it was a perfect opportunity for, for me to do that. And uh, I think I got myself a little in over my head because, some, <laughs> like, cause, I mean, we freaking camped. Yeah, we like, I don't know how many rough. nights we camped. It, oh, it was so rough. That was nuts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, we ended up camping in, so what, what week would that been the third week of March. March the third week of March right <laughs> apparently we got there and the people who were working at the Grand Canyon were like you guys got so lucky like, yeah it's normally snowing and like yeah. none of us had brought stuff for the snow like, <laughs> no. we got so lucky we showed up with like uh t-shirts yep. like oh, shorts yeah. like we're ready to go and a, like, a sweatshirt right yeah, just, I mean, just in case shirt, like just in case I think I, I had I did bring a coat I bought a coat specifically for the Grand Canyon <laughs> that an expensive coat that I still wear, worth it, worth yep. everything. Yep, absolutely. Like, that was, I brought one pair of pants, an expensive coat I shouldn't have bought. 
like a hat, a winter hat, and like a tent. And I was like, let's go. Like, I'm ready. And they're like, man, you're lucky it's not snowing this week. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. We are. Like, I was ready for snow. That was crazy. And then we didn't even get to go on one of those trails because there was freaking snow and ice on it. Yeah. Remember the, yeah. the second one we wanted the to go? The third day it snowed. Like, they told us oh, it was going God, to. It was just yeah. Way colder than I expected it to also, be. Also, the train sucked. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say that. Yeah. I said that when we started. I was like, I'm not excited about the train. I made sure everyone knew that when we got on the train. And I was right. The train you were, How many hours were we on that thing? Like 30? It was a long time. It was like more than, it was more than a full like 24 hours. Yeah. I want to say it was something like 30 or 32. Yeah. It was too much. I, well, I don't know what your opinion is, but I think going there was way better than going back. Oh, yeah. Right, because going, going there, we were cool. excited. Like, oh, yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. We were running the train from Indy yeah. oh, yeah. to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, like, this is so cool. Like, yeah. I'm so excited. I remember, like, for a couple hours, it was like, yeah. okay, like, now what? They had a really cool observation park. Oh, which man, was, was so cool. I did love the, that was pretty sweet. I enjoyed seeing that. Yeah. But, like, we left Chicago and it got dark. So, like, we spent the first, like, yeah. 12 hours. So, like, oh, it's dark. I was, I can't see anything. No. And then... Uh, by that, by the time you wake up the next morning, you're like, okay, like I'm just ready to be there. Yep. Because you didn't sleep at all on, oh, those, on the train. No possible way you slept. I don't even know that they said they were better than like seats on an airplane, but I don't even what? think they were Heck at no. all. Oh, they're so bad. I don't believe it. <laughs> oh god, I don't know what that was. we have other roommates in this house, of course, but like I just get through something. Okay, so yeah. obviously that was not a great moment, and I get like, oh, do you remember when like on the way back we were in. Was it? I think it was Arizona. I think it was Flagstaff, mm-hmm. and like we were supposed to like get on like the next one, and there were like three freight trains that came through, <laughs> yeah. and like we were so pissed off because it was like three a.m., four a.m. So or something, early, yeah. and they kept telling us it's the next one, and it wasn't the next yeah. one. Yeah, like oh. trains are flying by, like huge trains, like hundred car trains, like uh, flying past our train stop, but we're all like, it's like the fifth day of the trip or sixth day of the trip like we just been camping so we're all like really tired and right. grumpy like we had to wake up early to go there like we were not happy no yeah that was nobody crazy. else was happy either especially the, no. the the person that was helping us like he was he was no, not he was, being very no, he was not happy either <laughs> well i mean it was like four yeah we would want to work he was just for you <laughs> oh that was so bad okay well yeah, was what was one of the like best moments of that trip for you <laughs> best moment of the trip um, I actually really enjoyed the hiking, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, a specific moment. My specific yeah. moment was uh, hiking those trails. I really enjoy that. Yeah. I think I realized I actually enjoy spending some time outdoors. I mm-hmm. think my ideal outdoors trip is probably drive there or fly. Yep. I don't want to ride a train. I'm not riding trains, okay? <laughs> I'm driving, I'm flying, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm I'm camping out of my car or something like that. Yep. I'm hiking a couple days and I'm yep. going back home. Quick that's trip. my I, yep. that's my ideal like stint with nature, or maybe even like hang out in the hang out in the hotel. I'm mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I liked it more than I thought. I would like to visit more national parks now because of yeah. That trip. Seriously though, I I think that that was I was that your first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the first one for me too. I don't know what it was um, about it because. I, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I like a good hotel room. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No regrets. No regrets, yeah. But but there's something about that trip that I was like, man, like, I mean, you can't, obviously, you can't take a picture that's like, really captures it. But I think that was like, man, like, 
this is so cool and it makes me only want to go see like what else is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally agree. What would be like one that you'd want to go visit? Um, I just watched Free Solo, the climbing movie. With I just Alex. heard about that. I literally just heard about the former friend today. Yeah. Awesome, awesome documentary. You should watch it. I bought it. I paid the, bought like, it? Yeah, I paid the like $12 right now. <laughs> but I bought it. You should watch it. It's okay. awesome. Okay. I want to visit Yosemite and I want to see mm. Half Dome and I want to see uh, those kind of mountains and cliffs and like, yeah. I want to see that. I've been through the Badlands. I've driven through that. Yes. I've been out west. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to actually go and spend money to like camp in those places, I want it to be somewhere where it's a little bit like nicer, a little yep. bit more green, yep. things like that. Badlands are cool to drive through, but they look the same like no matter where yeah. you're at. Like, oh, yeah. And I'm just going to go like hiking through the Badlands and like be super stoked about that at least. I think it's just kind of awesome. Yeah. And it's like kind of a desert, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a few ways. It's not my favorite, uh, it's not my favorite ecosystem. Yes. If we're talking ecosystems, if we're talking ecosystems it's here. probably at the bottom, okay? <laughs> Let's be honest. That's, and it was, it's just so like rocky and like bland. Yeah. Like it's, it's not colorful at all. No. It's cool to drive through. Yes. It is. <laughs> it's the same thing on both sides. Yeah. Like, right, let's get That's my consensus. Yes, I hear that. Dude, do you remember? Oh, what? It was like one of the last nights, and we went to Hermit's Rest or whatever. Yeah. To, to watch the sunset. Yes. Because that was exact. that was the place that everyone told us that's where the best view of the sunset is. Yes. So we go there. Yep. We get there like three hours. Oh, my. cool. Because we hiked all the way around. Or well, not all the way, but like we kind of jumped. But like, most of the way, we freaking hiked. Yeah, it was awful. We made a full day out of it. Get there. Yep. And it was so effing cold. It was so cold. And it windy. Dude, I don't even know what the, the, I can't remember what the wind on that was. It was nuts. It was, it was bad. I mean, it was probably like 50, 60 at least. I don't know. It, oh my it was gosh. a lot. It was, it was so, and, and the woman, the, uh, uh, the woman that lost her, like, uh, hat. Oh my gosh. That went over the, yes. that went over, and then she went yes. after it. And we couldn't see it. Yeah, no. It was like, a, it's like yeah, the, 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 the ledge. Yes. Yes. And then there was a step down. So like, <gasps> we're sitting at a picnic table. You can't see from our point of view, like the edge is the edge. You can't see past that. You're like yep. looking out, you can see. The edge of the Grand Canyon, what we think is the edge of the Grand Canyon. You can see uh, the opposite side. You can see some of, um, obviously, the valley there. Really cool. Oh, this lady great. loses her hood in the wind because it's not snapped on right or something. And it goes flying past us. And we're all like, oh, hey, there goes the hood. She's like, oh, she's going to lose it. Yeah. Here comes this lady, like, flying past there goes us. The jumps over the edge of the cliff. We're like, oh, my gosh. Like, what's happening? And then she, like, she gets down there, like, we lose her, and she, like, holds up her hood, like, <laughs> over the top of the cliff, like, okay, she made it, like, that's cool. And she, like, climbs back up. Yeah, I literally thought yeah, we nice. almost witnessed a death there for a yeah, second. Yeah. Like, it was, it was genuinely scary. No, you remember that video we took where we were, like, pretending to be, like, meteorologists? We're yes. like, this, this. Me, you, and Wes? <laughs> yeah. That was so bad. Should we show no. Okay. No, that's a terrible <laughs> that's video. That's so a terrible video. Okay, that's all right. Well, well, if you want to watch it, you can ask me. Catch it on Connor's Instagram later. Yeah. 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 Shout out. What's your Instagram name? Shout out your own Instagram name right now. Uh, CSOIL8. There you go. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. All right. Because this is my show. It's so right. my Instagram. That's, oh, right. that's right. Two. I'm too big. Um, oh my god, I love it. But man, it was, it was some of those things that like we never expected, mm-hmm. like it to be like that. It was crazy. It was crazy. But it was like, but like those are so memorable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's what I loved about it. it. Was 
I really tried to go into it with no expectations. Obviously, mm-hmm. the adventure, the thrill was like so enticing to me. Mm-hmm. And yet, there are a lot of things that I wanted it to plan or I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be loose structured, but I wanted structure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, inherently. <laughs> and obviously, I wasn't given that. No. And so it was really like challenging for me. But like I think I really learned how beneficial it was to let go of some of those things and to like let the f- like the flux of life and like the adventure of it like take me sometimes mm-hmm. and so like it only makes me like want to learn that more and practice that more because it's like I don't know for you but at least for me it's like I my schedule like my Google Calendar freaking love Google Calendars mm-hmm. like I just boom 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 like go through the day everything is scheduled and there's like no time for life right mm-hmm. there's no time to breathe no time to do this there's no you know it's just like I want to make more time for life you know, because in reality, it's like I'm I, I'm choosing, like my time mm-hmm. and what I want to use it for. Obviously, there are requirements, but I'm choosing how I want to use my time, mm-hmm. and and I think that trip showed me like more of who I want to be. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't know, man, I love that trip. It was just so good. It was good. It was so good. Yeah. Um, how was it? How was it after like finishing that trip? Mm-hmm. You wanted your 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 Grand Canyon mm-hmm. tri trip, only tri trip, yep. right? Yep. And then you graduate, right? Then you're kind of thrown yeah. in the real world and stuff. Yeah. Like, like, what was that experience like? Because I mean, I'm just asking because I need sure. a lot of help. I'm scared. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking scared. No, you don't. Right? Because because I've got my life figured out like everybody else. Yeah, just like me. Yeah. Just. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, I was. Just, I'm just curious. Like, what was that experience like for you? Mm-hmm. And like now, like you're kind of in it. You got a job. Like your mm-hmm. life is mm-hmm. life is going. Life is moving. You're just kind of rolling with it. But like, mm-hmm. um, what has that been like for you? So the what do you the transition from school to job, getting a job, like or or just what was the transition? School. What was the transition like for you, and and what does it feel like to be in that kind of space now as a, as an adult, mm-hmm. as you know someone has a job, mm-hmm. someone's trying to figure life out still, but like in a new season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think overall, it's been pretty easy. Oh, that's awesome. I think. I think my situation is unique though, and I'm willing yeah. to admit that. I feel yeah. very fortunate. Um, lots of things fell into place for me that haven't fallen into place for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a job before Christmas time. I accepted, oh, that's right. You totally did accept. Yeah. It. So I accepted yeah. a, a position with the place I'm at now, mm-hmm. like in October. So I I had a job lined up. I yeah. was working part time at that place all through the school year, like yep. it was great. Yep. So that the transition was really easy. I worked through the school year, uh, took the trip to the Grand Canyon, graduated, um, and then took a month off to just do whatever. I went home, hung yep. out with Sabrina. Absolutely. And did all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't start until, couldn't start until June 1st. So I graduated like May 5th, took the rest of May off, started June 1st, moved down to Anderson, um, and I think it's been really, I think it's been a good transition. Like, yeah. um, life's not too bad. I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, the place I'm living now. I think mm-hmm. I really appreciate, I think moving from school, from college, right to living on your own is probably a, a pretty big jump for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, sure feels like that. I think I've read lots of things that say like college students who graduate are like suffering with depression anxiety like all these things like withdrawals from their friends they feel like lonelier than ever like they're working too many hours like there's tons of i don't know if there's tons i don't know if there's tons of research but there's lots of like opinions and theories on that kind of stuff yeah 
but for me, it's been super helpful to, I'm not living on the college campus anymore, so I'm not with the 40 of my friends on the floor. I'm not with all, all like, 100 of my closest yeah, friends. Yeah. Like, I'm not in that situation either, yeah. but I'm living in a place that's close to the campus. I'm living with uh, some other guys that are really awesome. Like, I've enjoyed that transition. It's made it super easy for mm-hmm. me. Um, and, you know, I feel, I feel really fortunate about that. Yeah. Like, for sure. That's awesome. I think from my perspective, like, it's really cool to see your experience. And even though, like, you say and you own, like, that it's been unique, it's, you had a job kind of lined up, but it was an easier transition than maybe most might experience. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're still in the thick of, like, learning how to be an adult, mm-hmm. getting married, you know, like, just all these things that are, like, real mm-hmm. life. And I think from my perspective, it's like, okay, I can at least see someone that obviously their their situation is unique mm-hmm. as mine will be as my friends will be like oh yeah but like you're making it right like like you're surviving um you're living life like mm-hmm. um because i think that i think that is real like this idea of like i don't know what the next step is i don't know what my life is supposed to be about mm-hmm. um, or even if like my major says that i'm going to go into this and so i'm going to you know whatever mm-hmm. um i don't know i still feel like there's a certain sense of like doubt, confusion, anxiety, um, about like, what is the right thing to do? What, mm-hmm. what do I need to do to get to the next, mm-hmm. get, take the next step to get into that dream career or the mm-hmm. thing that's going to bring me the most success or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And because there's so much pressure, at least it feels like there's so much pressure on us to like figure it out. Right. And yeah. obviously you said earlier, like you don't have it figured out right yet, you know? And, and I've, I've heard even, you know, 50 year olds and say, I'm so still don't got it figured out, you know? And so it's like, I hear that, but then I don't, I don't feel that, you know? And it's like, how do I manage those feelings? How do I, how do I enjoy this experience now, prepare for what's ahead and, and and still like be realistic, realistic about like seeing you, seeing others that are, that are making it okay. Right. That it's not the end all be all. And at least for me, someone that's been like, that's so focused on like, what, what's the right thing for me to do? You know, yeah. that's become my, my perfectionist tendencies. So I was like, what's, 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 what do I need to do? What is black and white? There's yeah. wrong decision, right decision. I need to choose the right decision yeah. um, so I can feel good about myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I keep learning more and more. And I, I would argue you probably see it this way too, that it's like, maybe there isn't a right decision. Maybe there, it just is this seems to be a better decision. This seems to, to feel right. Um, and, and trying to see the realities, all that stuff that, that needs to be like accounted for, but like this, this feels right. This is my gut. This is what I want. Because, because all, all the time, at least for me, I know I'm kind of talking way too much, but like, I think it's, there's so much pressure. It feels like on me and I would argue for other people too. In this same situation, it's like, here's what I think I need to do. Here's what I should do. But this isn't what I want to do, or, or they're telling me that I would be good at this, but like I don't even know that for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that would this be something that I'd enjoy, mm-hmm. um, and at least for me because my career is so like important to me, and I think for a lot of guys it, it mm-hmm. sure seems like career, job, success is like the big you know thing that we have to deal with. But like, yeah. or one of, but like, it's like I, I want to enjoy that for me personally. I, I want to enjoy that because I'm gonna spend so much time. 
invested Spend in. Spend a lot of hours at work. Exactly, right? Well, and whether it's one job, whether it's a bunch of jobs, um, I want to enjoy it. And so it's like, how do I get past the fear of like not knowing what might be next mm-hmm. and, and being willing to like try something? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this, this seems like a cool opportunity. I'm going to take it, even if it may be, maybe not the best decision, but I'm trying to make the best decision myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I see that and I want that, but it's so hard to like kind of lock that perspective or mindset in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Um, so I think you are dealing with lots of things that everyone deals with. I don't think that's unique. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this before. And like, <laughs> we for, have. Specifically for myself. Um, like I, I deal with that stuff too. Like, how do you know what's right? How do you know what kind of career you're, you want to be doing? Like, I'm 22. Mm-hmm. Like, am I gonna work it forever? Like, how am I supposed to know? Like, you, you, you don't know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but again, like, you don't want to make the wrong decision. Like, what's the right decision? Um, comparing yourself to to other people and where they're at, what they're doing is yeah. is deep. And so, like, yeah. again, you can tie it back to like. I want to buy an expensive watch, but like, wh- why? Like, what? What do I really? What do I really want to do that for? Like, you can get into like, you get into like a nine thousand dollar Rolex, and it has the same movement uh, as a thirty five hundred dollar Tudor. Yeah. Like, so like there you go. So like, yeah. You, what you're seeing on the outside of someone else is like could be uh, their like Instagram life and their perfect life and what they're telling you of it, that's going on. You know, you can't compare your reality to what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that I personally struggle with a lot. Like, Hey, what do I really want from life? What do I value? What do I want to spend my time doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and, the the way I've structured my life, at least for now allows me to do lots of those things. And mm-hmm. I really, really like that. So, yeah. um, I appreciate that for sure. Like, uh, being able to have the freedom and flexibility, like having an awesome job that allows me to do those kind of things. Like I get off work at four o'clock and I come home and I hang out and like hang out with you guys, hang out with yeah. Sabrina. Like, uh, I work out and I mean, okay, not a lot. <laughs> not, <laughs> I work out a lot. You work but out, bro. You I, work out yes. a, I work out occasionally. Sometimes I think about running. You do run. Sometimes, you don't think about it. You do run. Sometimes I think about it. Yeah. Sometimes I run. It's whatever. So, like, but I can do all those things be done by 5 o'clock. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, yep. I really, really appreciate that. So, you have to find kind of what you value. Yeah. And then forget, who cares what everyone else is doing? Like, you don't know, like, all right, someone else got, uh, I don't know a good, um, I don't have a good psychology example. That's okay. Um, a good finance, finance example. So, I'm doing, I'm doing lending, like, um, which is a respectable, like a respectable profession. Like, yep. do I want to do lending forever? Like, I, I don't know, but I like what I'm doing right now. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, but like the cool finance job is like investment banking or like hedge funds, like big New York, Wall Street, stock exchange, stuff like that. Like that's the cool thing to do. And like, True. that's what everyone, that's what you see on Instagram. Like, yep. That's what you see on Facebook. Like everyone's talking about the coolest job they got, but like, who cares what they're doing? That looks cool on the side, like from my point of view, but, uh, they're working 80 hours a week. They might mm-hmm. be making tons of money, but they're not, they're not going out and spending it because they're working all the time. Like they're in the rat race of doing all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's cool. Uh, but you know what else is really cool? Like having a job that I enjoy, mm-hmm. a culture that I really like a boss that I respect and that respects me. And also like getting off work at three thirty, <laughs> yeah. like doing all this stuff. And yeah. then like, you know, having dinner at five thirty and being done with my day. Like, yeah. 
get up early, work, do whatever I want after work, and be done by 5.30. And, like, those other people who are doing the cool things in life, like, they're not even thinking about leaving work until, like, 7. Yeah. So, like, yeah. again, like, as you kind of transition to graduation, like, what you really value, you got to, like, you have to take all that from, you know, mm. with a grain of salt. Like, you don't really know what's going on. That's true. And I think that's a really good for, reminder for me because... I mean, obviously, comparison, thief of like all happiness, yeah. whatever, and oh, it's yeah. like, it's really it, but it's so, it's so easy to, you know, and it's just like, obviously, I want to have something I enjoy, you know, and, and I want to please, whatever, all those influences that I want to like please to make it seem like I'm doing okay, mm-hmm. but you're right in that like, it's it's more about like what I value. Um, obviously accounting for the things that need to be counted for mm-hmm. with reality, mm-hmm. but like pursuing what I want, you know, cause it's, cause it's, it's my life. And someone, someone, I heard this in the podcast once, I can't remember what it is, but it's like, at the end of the day, I got to live with myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to live with like the regret of like, man, I wish, I wonder what would happen if, right. Mm-hmm. If I would have tried this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I have to see it as my experience, yeah. accept it as my experience. And like, enjoy it as that you know because it's really probably not the end all be all if I don't find something mm-hmm. before I graduate yeah um, even if it might not be as cool or as glamorous you know well yeah and, and cool to the, is, is relative right cool is exactly cool is relative the, the person that, that it's working you know 70 hours a week or whatever like maybe they don't enjoy their job or maybe mm-hmm. they don't feel like they have like interaction with people or whatever and it's mm-hmm. like but we don't see that you know like, like you said and so it's like I have to make decisions based on what I value. I have to make decisions based on what I want to experience in life mm-hmm. and, 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 and let comparison, um, kind of just subside because I'm, I'm choosing to pursue what I want, uh, pursue who I want to be in my life mm-hmm. and pursue like being the person I want to be, you know, and yeah. easier said than done. And it <laughs> yeah. sounds good oh, to say sure. that out loud. Like oh, it's so sure. hard for me to live that out, but it's, but that's what I want, you know? Because I know that's going to bring me the most fulfillment in life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. It's hard. It's difficult. Yeah. Like, I can't say that I'm good at it. I can. I, I know for a fact I'm not good at that. So, yeah. Uh, but having that realization now is better than, like, 10 years down the road where it's like, oh, hey, like, I borrowed way too much money to buy a car that I don't care about, live in a house that I don't care about, and I drive 45 minutes to work to a job that I hate because yeah. I was trying to... You know, like keep up with the Joneses, right? right? Like, yeah. Um, so you don't want to get yourself stuck in that either. You don't have your midlife crisis and be like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. Here I am. I want to. I want to get to. I want to get to thirty-five or like forty and be like, oh my gosh, this is great. Yeah. Like, like thank goodness, like I made these decisions. Like I set boundaries in my life now, and like I knew what I wanted. Um. I thought I knew what I wanted now, right? Like, Mm -hmm. hopefully I can get to 35 and I've made very strategic decisions on what jobs I take and, like, what things I buy and where we live and things like that and get to that age and be like, okay, like, I'm I'm really pleased with this. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm trapped doing something I hate. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's my my dream Mm. right there. That's what I was going to ask you because, like, (laughs) you were just talking about 35 being, like, looking back and being like, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying this. Because I was going to ask, like, okay, like, what is the, what is the dream at thirty five? What is 
what is like that? Yeah. I, I love that question, you know, because everybody's like, how's school? What are you thinking about after? You know, like, yeah. and, and, and yeah. we hate that question, right? Um, but it's like the second, like, you ask someone or, or I get the opportunity to ask someone, like, hey, like, what's, what's your dream? Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. freaking light up. The, yeah. the passion is like, thank you for asking me because yeah. I want to share about what gives me life, you know? Um, yeah, I was about to ask you. I'm so glad. So, restate. Okay. What the dream is for you, whether it be at 35 or something in your life that, that you mm-hmm. want to experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what my dream is. I, I got no idea. That's also fair. I want to. My dream right now is to retire early. That's mm-hmm. my dream. That's it, man. I want to. Okay. Fair. This is this is okay. This is it. I want to retire early. Uh, I'm gonna buy a Porsche, and <laughs> I am going to drive that around and golf a lot. <laughs> That's that. I'm, I'm gonna do it when I'm still young because I'm gonna retire early. Absolutely. So like, I don't know how I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have to like make lots of money somewhere between now and like forty five, <laughs> fifty. Yeah. If I can retire by fifty, man. That's it, dude. If you can stay strategically, put your put your pennies away, blah mm-hmm. blah, get to fifty yep. and retire. That's the dream. That's it. And then I don't. Who cares what I do after that? Because I'm gonna be retired. Yeah, you're I'm gonna to. pick up like, I'm gonna pick up golf. Yep. Um, I'm gonna pick up like, who knows? Badman. Badman. Someone. I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick up. Um, country club sports. Yes. Tennis. 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 Golf. Tennis. Badman. <laughs> That's the. Those are the kind of things I'm gonna pick up when I retire at fifty. I love that. Yeah. I freaking love That's that. That's it. That's the dream. Cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I will. I don't know that I'll listen. Psychology man. I don't think I'll be be retired by fifty. Maybe you probably can be like eighty five. Practice. It'll be good. Actually, yeah. see, you can just hang out forever, dude. Yeah. Tell me about your feelings. <laughs> tell, sit down on this couch and tell me about your feelings. You know, how you, uh... Just pick the thing away out. Well... Oh, dude. That was... <laughs> I don't tell know. Me. Go all on my ass. Tell me about your feelings. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Well, hey, dude, even if I'm still working, I will, uh, I'll be your caddy. Okay. Well, I'll always drive the golf cart okay. because I like ahead. driving. Heck yeah. Uh, I hate golf. I cannot golf uh, at all. I don't really like it either, but... Oh, well... Okay. I think it'd be fun. It's like well, what old people do. <laughs> that's fair. And with you doing it, you know, picking it up as, as hobby now and as, as you're making all that money until 45, 50, mm-hmm. then you're going to be gold and you're going to be freaking great and I'll be yeah. like, I'll be I'll be uh, a cheerleader. Okay. I'm bringing Sabrina along because she, oh, she's, She'll your, number, she's your number one cheerleader, your, but I'll be your number your, two. And your wife, whoever it may be. Hopefully, I swear, if you just jinx me, no, I was kidding. But, oh, hey, dude, nice moccasins, by the way. Thank you. It's a look, you know, rolled up jeans, moccasins, cross the legs, watch on the left wrist, you know, it just it is what it is. It's a very similar style. You know, glasses. I know. We're, we, we do well. I know, I do. Bro, thanks so much for being on. I, just, I mean, obviously, like, I love just having a conversation with you because I think we think similarly about things, but I also think, like, I'm able to learn so much from you. I mean, just... What a great reminder it was for me that to hear that from you from a different stage of life. So, I don't know, man. Thank you for being Heck yeah, man. the first ever guest <laughs> on Coffee with Khan. <laughs> I really man. appreciate it. I really, really do. I love this kind of thing. So, Thanks, I'm man. super, I, I love my friends doing this kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. like, anytime I get a chance to support that, like, I'm about it. This stuff, it, this stuff is cool. I love this stuff. It is, man. And that's, that's kind of the reason I wanted to even do this is, like, I love it. I don't make time for hobbies, but like mm-hmm. this has become a hobby for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
and this is an idea that I had because it's something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So why not make content about stuff that I enjoy doing? So yeah. um, obviously we went like 50 minutes, but 50 like, minutes, you know, so like it was a long video, but like it was, it was valuable it was for me, I hope. you know, and, and, and I don't know, was it valuable for you at all? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I love stuff. And seriously though, like it's, it's, it's real life. It's conversation. It I is. was nervous before we started this, but this for us, I was too. I was too, because yeah, you good. know, I, obviously my perfectionist tendency was like, "Is the camera position all that, all that kind of crap?" Yeah. But this was good, dude. This I was. I really had a good time. This is great. Thanks, bro. I really yeah. appreciate you being on. I really, really do. Well, hey, thank you for watching. I hope that it brought you value, like it brought Grant and us value. I hope that it was entertaining in some way. I don't, I don't know from it this perspective if they even saw that I almost hit my head on that thing, but um. But uh, seriously, thanks for thanks for supporting, um, watching this video or listening to it. If you're um, not watching it, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I just appreciate your support. I appreciate kind of just as much as I appreciate you supporting me and the stuff that I enjoy doing. I appreciate you um, for taking the time and energy out of your day, out of your evening, whatever, to to support me in watching this. Um, if it brought if it brought you value in any way, for, if there's something entertaining, something you liked about it, like like. I don't know. This is all, this will be on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, so like comment about something that you enjoyed, comment a question or comment a thought that you had on something we talked about. Um, yeah. Tell Grant how cool he is. Cause honestly, he's a freaking badass okay. person. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. No, that's not, that's not what I was looking for. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. You just accept the compliment. You know, Thank whatever. you. I appreciate you will, Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, Thanks again, friends. I appreciate you. I hope that you have a great rest of your day or night or whatever you're watching this. Mm-hmm. And uh, look forward to next episode, episode two of Coffee with Khan. Much love. See you later. Oh, yeah.